0: Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize 1 in 3.21.
1: Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live By Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now.
2: So I'm at Eddie Murphy's Harlem Nights premiere
3: Mike's wardrobe is out of here you know, He, like he can always dress
2: mm-hmm. I got the, the, the turbs, the hat with the, the brim and the whole thing And so I'm hanging out right? And I'm hitting on these two Asian girls Who look beautiful I'm hitting on them, right? But they're not talking to me in the know and stuff And so I'm pissed off and I leave So the premiere <laughs> the, the the show is over, right? The movie's over I come out I see him he got the two same girls <laughs> Hey, you like to hang out with us? Yeah, that's like, like what you
4: were saying You guys are in like Parallel, parallel universes universe always
2: Another episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson and Evan Britton. And we have such a special guest here today. Today is a dear friend of mine, also a personal friend. I'll be sure. He's a sensational R&B singer. He's the man. I think he just got off tour. He's my brother. And everybody, he's here for you. I'll talk to the people. Yes, sir. Yes,
3: sir. Yes, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, this is this is truly amazing. We, we've had such an amazing, amazing journey over the years. And, I agree. Uh, it's good to see where we are today. You know, we are thriving and we are blessed and, and, and continue. Come on, you know what it is. Thank God. You, you know that mountain we've climbed. It's amazing. Michael and I have had these parallel universes, you know, whether whether we see each other all the time or maybe don't, you know, from traveling. And I'm on tour and he's taking care of his business and stuff. But the brotherhood remains always.
2: See, I'm going to tell you, the first time I met you must have been 85, 86. But I think it was at 85, 86. You don't remember you was in upstate New York, Albany, New York. you don't remember this, and you were with who were you with? Come on, what was his name again?
3: Were you in training camp were, no, you, were you up you,
2: in we were in the mountains at nighttime? you had a show and then you came to this bar. Everybody was at It was a black bar
3: <laughs> was it Dion Sanders?
2: No, he used to hang out with Andre all the time. who's his name uh mookie no, it was on oh, not Mookie. the big guy. this other guy I forgot Man. his name. He used to always say he had a baby with a Cameron um White oh, stuff. Oh, What's oh, his oh name? Sugar Dice.
3: Sugar Dice,
2: <laughs> yeah. Sugar, Dice. Oh, Sugar. I Sugar
3: Dice. Sugar Dice. Sugar Dice. Sugar Dinner. Dice. Big shout out
4: to Sugar Dice. Oh. Sugar Dice. Oh,
3: man. Wow. wow. That's yeah. the
4: first time you met?
3: And then, you know what that brings me to? Because I remember the first tour uh, when I first got signed to Warner Brothers, and we were all on the airplane together, and then for some reason, years later, like it's still like online that Karen White and I are dating. Who, uh, that, yeah, and you, yeah, that's something. But I don't know where they got the story from. Like I, I had not seen Karen. You know, big shout out to Karen. I love Karen. Karen White, what, what yeah. an amazing talent. Uh, oh, but, awesome but that, but that was our first tour. I went from the bedroom in Mount Vernon to being in Japan in front of 10,000 Japanese citizens that basically didn't speak English but they knew every lyric to the song and it was the most fascinating experience for me the first time out in the road when I was just rehearsing to wow. new edition in my bedroom it was crazy and then I'm almost I'm, I'm I'm thousands of miles away and it, these amazing Japanese citizens are singing along woo <laughs> doing all the stuff, and I'm like, "Wow!" I said, "Is this what this is supposed to be like?" So you talk about just an epiphany and, and and just dreaming it to fruition. That's kind of my, you know, been my thing too lately, Mike. Which has been, you know, just everything is about the power of positive thinking. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you yeah. know, I've even started I've started a new campaign called I Am NewJackSexy dot com, and it's not about me. It's just about every day that you are gifted enough to wake up in the morning, look in your mirror and tell yourself. Those are
2: the most two important words in the world. I am. Now, what do you put behind that is what you are. Yes, sir. I'm a no good rotten nigga. Fuck that bitch. That's what you are. I am God. I am a beautiful person. I am loving. I am caring. I am gratitude. Yes, sir. you are. Yes, sir. I am. That's what you are.
3: That's what I wanted to start. You know. So I've embarked upon this journey of, um, you know, kind of health and wellness. I mean, Mike, you've you've known me since you know I was 17 years old, yeah. and I was I was I weighed about 160 back then, and then you know, and then I kind of you know went through this journey, this musical journey all over, and people ask me, you know, how'd you gain so much weight? I got to like 305. Wow. So within the, I'll, I'll fast forward. So within the last year or so, I made a decision to be in charge of my star player, and and that's supposed to be me and not deal with the diabetes type two and just try to be healthy, you know, and and obviously, you know, where we live in Vegas, it's the devil's, the devil's, uh, you know, the bottom line is I just made a decision to say, you know, what? let me uh, evolve. Long story short, over the last year, I've lost 100 pounds. Wow, man. I threw up a small child and their friend.
2: If (laughs) If you don't evolve, you're no longer allowed to exist. Yes, sir. You have to evolve. Yes, sir. You don't
3: exist. And I did it in, you know, different ways. You know, first I started, which we, we were just talking about earlier, you know, I cut out the bread, rice, pasta, yeah. sugar. I did all that because sugar is worse than heroin because oh, it's, it's so addicting. So worst. you have to wean your body off of all the other stuff first. Yes. And then I wound up doing surgery. And it, it was the best thing for me, very specific because, you know, my grandson, my five-year-old grandson, I tell you, Five years old. I, I tell you what he said to me, it, it was this was kind of the last straw. His last birthday, uh, you know, <laughs> he, he, he walks over to me and he and this now mind you, this is August. So he he walks over and he taps me on the belly, he says, pop Pops, uh, maybe you could play Santa Claus for my next birthday. I was like, got it. That's amazing, man. I was three
4: I was probably three thirty when I was in the league. So over the last four years, I dropped away pretty quick. I've lost about 80 pounds. I'm 255 now. That's
3: fantastic. And how tall are you as well? 6'6. Six, six. Six, yeah, I was going to say, you kind yeah. you of up the unit in a different yeah.
4: gravity. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I know how that feels, man. Yeah. We carry a lot of weight because we try to pack on the armor. Mm-hmm. You know, to protect
3: ourselves from all the shit we've been through. Or we're running from something. Exactly. Or, or, and sometimes we're just not happy with ourselves, yeah. you know. And then you have to – Mike, you said something so incredible early, just about about it, finding that, that true happiness. And, you know, you were talking about the toad and stuff like that, that that people may not be familiar with. But it's the most amazing thing when you can finally say to yourself – like one of the greatest things that I saw Mike do over the past few years is his one man show, and what it said to me is as Michael's evolving from the standpoint of when you can laugh at yourself, it takes you to another level. When you can st- people got to stop taking themselves so seriously. You know, it's like okay, you're fantastic, you're great, but you know, I'm small, I'm minuscule as it relates to whatever the, the rest of the universe and what what God is all about. When you put yourself in your place, yeah. You know that's that's when you you can really start to grow and evolve, and um, I'm just so proud of my brother seeing all, all that he's doing. Man.
2: Thank you. Just that um after I mean being involved with the toad, um, you just you just start to wonder about things like what's really happening after this life is over, after this physical body is gone. Yeah. This don't stop functioning. What we what we're experiencing now don't stop functioning. I think we go to another dimension or something, but I don't believe it dies. I believe the body dies. Mike, but there's yeah. energy in the body doesn't
4: die. Mike, don't you feel like though in some ways, maybe not to the extent, but in many ways you were on that path, like Al is saying, you know, before that you you came to the toad. You know, your undisputed was that was a toad experience for you because that was a shedding of skin. That was a coming into the light. That was a, that
3: was fascinating to watch Mike yes. Michael get emotional and, and, and very specifically when he was asked that one question, you could tell the sincerity yes. and, and the genuine nature of what he was, he was speaking about. And it was like a release. It was Absolutely. a release for you. And, and, and I love saying, because imagine this man spends his entire life entertaining planet earth. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love to see, the knockouts, Mike Tyson knockouts and watch all the footage and all, you know, and, and watch Mike and Ali together with Ray, you know, like I, I just watched the, the clip from Arsenio the other day and just how he humbles himself. Yes. You know, the bottom line is at the end of the day, we are, we are still here. It is 30, 35 years later, Mike, and, and, and we are taking it to another level, to a new gravity, a new frequency, um, daily. And, and, and we're just like computers. My thing is this update your software. Mm. Windows ninety two works, you know. It might be cool, but it's not going to do much for you right now. <laughs> you know, what are you thinking, like even with
2: you? What do you think? All these people since our life, and the people, you know, they're not here no more. All these guys, they were smarter than us. They had more money. They had better family. They had better education. You know, these guys probably killed themselves. They died of yeah. overdose.
4: Well, I was going to say uh, that. Thank you, Mike. That reminds me yeah. of this other thing I wanted to say about what you were saying, Mike being this beacon of light for that to be able to laugh at yourself and to forgive yourself and release yourself because so many people take themselves so, themselves so seriously that they're killing
3: themselves Absolutely. and others
4: over it and,
3: and they're doing a great job of, of fronting in terms of you know whatever the perception that they wish to give out and you know sometimes it's just the devil well
4: there's this interesting uh, i've been diving it's awesome to we, we it seems that we just gravitate People come in here who are on this path, you know? Al, and it's so, I mean, I could listen to your voice all day, dude. Amazing. <laughs> That's why he works on a radio station. I know. Yeah. Of course. It's, wow. it's, you know, the soul just flows out of it, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it. it's, it's beautiful. Um, Just being on the spiritual path and- But you know what? It, it
3: is a journey, but e- yeah. e- even being on the spiritual path and having yeah, a focus a and, and, and having an idea, this is what I tell most people just in terms of uh, whatever you do, have a plan. You don't have to stick to the plan because guess what? The mountain falls down, it's raining, the weather, you've got to turn up another road. There's all types of things to divert you from, from the goal, but at least you have a plan, you have an objective. And I think that's probably the, the best thing, you know, as it relates to, you know, whatever you're looking to accomplish. I always say, I do my little broadcast, you know, daily, and I say, listen, dream it to fruition. Everything from something superficial, like if you want a new car, picture yourself in the car, go to the dealer, go sit in the car, you know, do whatever. Or, or let's say you're trying to beat cancer. Or let's say you have a disease or something, you have to see yourself, see yourself in that position. Um, and I think that gives you the best percentage and opportunity to win moving forward or, or getting to your particular goal.
0: Hey, let's take a quick break from the hot boxing podcast. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out of debt. Eh, not so easy. It's hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform, that knows you're more than just a credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Mike it's so important, right? I mean, talk about ease of mind, ease of body,
2: body your mind, your brain, your thoughts, everything in that, everything that play, you know?
0: Hey, I know somebody like me. I got into a mountain of credit card debt. I would have loved a company like upstart.com. So upstart goes beyond your traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. I agree with you. The new up and coming. um... The new and up and coming way to get a fast, simple and easy uh, check on your rate. See, it's just a soft pull, so it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens only if you accept the rate. Hey, so the best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get the funds the very next business day, the next day. And in today's day and time, uh, that can help. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards and meet their financial goals. See why Upstart is top ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to Upstart.com slash Tyson to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. It's Upstart.com slash Tyson.
4: Do you guys feel like since you were little kids, you felt you had a mission?
2: That's weird you said it because I was thinking yesterday. I said when I was thinking about when I was younger, I said why did why did it happen? I felt like I was special in a way. I felt like I wasn't gonna die. I felt like something was going to happen. You know, I lived in such a dire straight situation.
3: Yeah. you know. But then you wind up feeling like an alien, like there's yeah. just something different. There's something, you know, it's not about being more special than anyone else, yeah. no, but there's something, something different, different, something very different about your frequency. Uh, yeah. Yes. I, I'm,
2: I'm different than the rest of my friends. You know, yes. they're scared to leave the neighborhood. They're scared to stay. And I, I, I always go in other neighborhoods. I go walk all across town all over the place. You know what I mean? I get confronted by other gangs, members, and stuff. You know, Sometimes they may beat me up. They want to take my money. And sometimes they just say, hey, you're cool, shorty. But I'm always confronting myself with different obstacles in my life. Always done
3: that. You know what's amazing? I think that's the synergy that you and I have had. Because I remember at times, like, Michael and I would be at Mr. Chow on 57th Street in New York. And we'd have dinner. You know, we had have some ladies with us hanging out, so on and so forth. And then we look at each other and go, yo, let's go to Paris. Over there. <laughs> oh man. That'd go. Just, it's called having an open mind and, 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 being accepted, you know, accepting everyone for who they are. There's, there's no, no closed minded anything. And then we weren't afraid to travel. We would just get on a plane, go to Germany, go to, go to Paris. We were the
2: man, we, were, we were just young kids, and people didn't. We thought, listen,
4: that's so
3: dope. And
2: young, we at least from our experience. So young black kids, we didn't know black kids from fifties or twenties or the seventies that did. They just picked up money, unless there were some drug dealers. But we didn't know anybody. Just weren't going with no concert or no um, supervision. Just two black kids. Just get up and we go to another country and it's party but but we go there and we know people though. we know yeah. the girls we know the people we yeah. introduce yeah. us to other girls it's just uh, different that, that from that different to the administration
3: to the you know uh,
2: different lifestyles it's a different they treat us different over there than they treat us over there interesting. they wouldn't never think about arresting us over there they would arrest us <laughs> over here in a minute holy
4: <laughs> shit <laughs> That's dope. Oh, Man,
3: oh, I, I remember though no, it's funny cuz as, as every time Michael and I see each other we'll we start we we'll reminisce about like we'll remember you remember we were you know in this country remember we were at, at this fight and stuff like, cuz I made it I made it a point to uh I think our friendship developed over you know over time from the standpoint of knowing that he had a friend that number one will tell him the truth. I'm not a yes guy, and I'm the, I'm the guy who, who, does, who doesn't. Need, <laughs> and, and someone who didn't need or want anything from him, but, but his success—that was, that was my requirement. I want is you to Sugar continue dice to succeed. Uh, oh, you know what? Hello, Sugar Dita is in. Um, I think I saw him on Instagram somewhere. You reach out, Sugar Dice, if, you, if you're here. Please, this, I think you're dead, he, man. Shout <laughs> please, out, man. Please, please. I think he's alive and well. He's alive and well. You
4: guys gotta hit me with a. A badass old war story, man. No, I'm
2: going to say one thing. Oh, I can't. Listen, <laughs> what, man. What can,
3: which ones can we tell? Most
2: of our stuff was about, a lot of it was about sex and girls.
3: Okay.
4: Hey. I mean. I
2: about, but I got to tell you this thing. How about everything thing. leading up to <laughs> it? No, yeah, all right, I'll do that. Listen, I'm at, um. you won't even remember. I'm at Eddie Murphy's Harlem Nights premiere. I'm dressed as a gangster. I'm looking beautiful. Versace dress, pinstripe, wool, gangster looking suit from like the Mike's wardrobe out of here. He he can always dress. And I got the turban, the the hat, the brim, and the the, whole thing. And so I'm hanging out, right? And I'm hitting on these two Asian girls who look beautiful. I'm hitting on them, right? But they're not talking to me in the know and stuff. And so I'm pissed off and I leave. (laughs) So the the, the, the show is over, right? The movie's over. I come out. I see him. He got the two same girls. (laughs) Hey, you like to hang out with. And I said, Yeah, I got a hotel room right there. And he had to go in the hotel and he's on And he The same girl, they wouldn't talk to me. And he said, Hey, oh, I man. got somebody. He didn't even know that I was trying to talk to him. The movies over, I see him and say, Hey, man, you want to hang out with us? Yeah, I got a hotel Dude. right over there,
4: man. Come and fill up my hotel room. Uh,
3: man, That's Mike, like
4: what you were saying. You guys are in like parallel universes. universes.
3: Always. I remember, let me see, one, one of the stories I remember, there was a place called, was it Roxbury? Roxbury was L.A. and L.A. the L.A. club, and it, it, you know, you, at any given point, it would be you know myself, Michael, um, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, you know, yeah, like all just the anybody, star, uh-huh, Brad, yeah. you know, just all 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 the big actors, and and, stuff. and we just we would have such a good time. But it was like a it was like a, a very small knit community that we all kind of associated. Because like even you remember when I did my my second album, when I did Private Times and the Whole Night, I actually recorded the, the entire album. I was working with, I think, Rick James and Eddie Murphy at the time, so I recorded at Bubble Hill at Eddie's and been Jersey, Eddie had the most right? beautiful yeah beautiful mansion there I with, remember the studio and the bowling alley like, like you had the bowling alley yeah here. he was <laughs> pretty awesome yeah and, uh,
2: I learned a lot from Eddie you know the kid being around him and looking at his houses and stuff yeah, Eddie was calls. like the,
3: Eddie was the blueprint he was like he the blueprint the of Fly Yeah, like, he, he the was the blueprint guy, of like Class and Fly and he made it because he, he was out in the early
2: fun. 80s we came out in the middle 80s close mm-hmm. to the end of the 80s but he came out in the early 80s so he was before us and he'd be seen with the Rolls Voices the so and we'd hang around him Yeah, we would hang with them. We would say, Oh, this is what we're going to do when we get some money. Like, we were famous, but we didn't get the check yet. We didn't get the check yet. Ah. You know, we were with all the famous people and the rich people, but we didn't get the check. Once we got the check, we knew what we were going to do
3: with it. (laughs) We were prepared. We knew what to do. Yeah,
2: we said, Okay, this is what we're going to do when we get that check.
3: Wow! And, oh, I've That's been to Liza
2: of apartment, man. It was like bigger than it's, like the whole, long as the whole block in it New York all, City. It goes all the way around. Yeah, you see the whole Central Park. Listen, off. man, I said this is what I'm gonna do when I get my money. This is what you am gonna do when I get the check. This, this these guys prepare you for when you get the check. This is what happen when you're young, you're up and coming. And everybody sees you're special, you start hanging around. You start hanging around these guys, and you know they seem like normal guys, but if you know they're famous, but they hang out, and then you know that special when you go to their house. <laughs> Yeah. So, oh
3: shit! I remember this going is not a to normal motherfucker right here yeah, to be hanging out it, with us. Yeah, it's like you, you can get exercise just walking yeah. around the house. You know, at twenty acres. You know, but but I remember probably one of the most fascinating, uh, one of the most fascinating visits that I had. I think it was maybe it was a, it was Christmas time or something, and I remember going to Mike Douglas and Catherine Zeta Jones' um, place in New York, and it was the entire top floor of like one of the New York City buildings, and, and you look out and you, you see central park you know what have you and i was you know and then and then we all it was i think it was myself and um you know we all got in the piano Catherine zeta jones can sing like yeah. she can sing a face off yeah she goes in so but it's just imagine everybody's just having a good time and it was just like one community of just people just having a ball and just having fun and enjoying themselves and 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 i miss that sometimes too you know
2: Man, Is it different now?
3: Well, for me, let me tell you, the blessing for me as it relates to, now I'm I'm a bit of a, like, don't let the love songs fool you. I'm I'm a bit of a nerd, you know. So (laughs) I'm into Google Analytics and and data and, and things of that nature and understanding that very specifically as it relates to R&B and New Jack Swing and that, that era of music, that late 80s, you know, 90s, the digital footprint for this particular genre of music is so significant all around the globe right now. Um, and I'm, I'm elated that my phone's ringing. It's like I'm old black Justin Bieber or something. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. It's like 1988, everywhere I go. And, and it's just a testament to, to knowing that, and this is something I, I talk about when I, you know, when I do speeches and stuff. I say, listen, there's a generation of women who are starving to be told "I love you" again? Mm. So they gravitate towards our music: Bobby Brown, mm. New Edition, Al B. Sure, Keith Sweat, Tony, yeah, Tony, yeah. Tony in Vogue, SWV. Like this, there's this pocket of music that's just that feel good, fun. Yeah. I remember when it's
2: not like "I love you" and sounding like a pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I love you so dearly, my love and you're sounding like it's like a manly I love you with all my heart
3: sincerely. And then with some cool some Bobby me. Brown dance. Yeah. Forgive you know I
2: mean? me, okay? <laughs> forgive me. I love you sincerely, forgive me.
3: And you know what's funny, so my, my first tour, so you know, I, I remember I think I just went I just went to see you in Atlantic City. You 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 won one of your hundred belts. And and then we it was myself and Kimberly. I remember that day. Remember yeah, that day. I remember, that was a good night. That we had, we had yeah. a really wonderful time. We had, that was really a had a great night. God man. rest her soul. Um, that was but, a great but, night. Yeah, brother. she she loved you too, man. You just you were always such a gentleman and yeah, such a sweetheart. Yeah, it's a great night. Um, and and I remember that I, after that I had gone on tour. And I remember we got to Madison Square Garden. And in fact, I just saw the amazing job that Jesse Collins uh, um, did with the new edition stories and the yeah, Bobby Brown story. Yeah, the, Amazing story. So man, I remember the, the. And they show. yeah. showed you on the show? <laughs> and I remember, we, we, I think we sold out Madison Square Garden four nights in a row. Now imagine I'm this kid from Mount Vernon, from up the street, right outside of the Bronx, it's four square miles, and I would be in my room. Doing little dance steps, trying to copy, you know, New Edition, and watch them perform, and you know, and I, I really want to do that. You know, I want to, I want to be on the soul, you know, the, the Soul Train Awards. I want to be on the, you know, the Grammys. I want to be, and I would just, I would, I would speak it into fruition, you know. And I remember, so we got, to, we finally hit the the New York, uh, the New York circuit of the tour, Madison Square Garden. That particular night, I think my album just went platinum, and so I decided to. To a surprise for my dear friend, and we got him a big platinum. And I brought Michael on stage. I remember this. I brought Michael on stage. Right now, mind you, this place was, was 22,000 20, 22, people. Twenty-two thousand. So we walk out. Mike walks out, and you could hear the rumble all the way in New Jersey. The people went nuts. Now you thought you you would think that it was Albie Show, Bobby Brown, and New Edition on the stage all at once. No, when Mike came out on the stage, they lost their mind, and it was the, it was the greatest thing to see. And he was just so humble. You know, Mike has that walk. He's just like, oh, I'm just chilling, you know, whatever. And uh, and then, and so I, so I found the photo. I finally, that's the one I just told you. I just found the photo of me and Mike holding the thing. And I'm all, but I'm all like, now Now I'm, I, I lost the weight again. I was going to say before, I'm all skinny. And Mike, and Mike used to see, and of course, you know, Mike is just like. Tch, tch, tch,
2: tch, tch. You did the motherfucker, man. You, fuck, man. You're so lucky.
4: Well, you got to bring Mike on stage again. Yeah. yeah the
2: kind. Uh, the kind oh, that, that
3: was that dope. That was so, there was so much fun. In fact, um, you know, official Albie Shores, you know, my Instagram and so I have a clip on this. So if you get a chance to check it out, there's a clip of the launch of obviously uh, this amazing organization. Obviously, you know Tyson Ranch and, and the Kind Festival. Was it was it uh, uh, Miguel, yeah, and ASAP. Yeah. And, and and what a turnout! I mean, it was. Thousands and thousands of young people just filling the stands, and and so I took some footage and we cut it together, and it looked crazy. It looks crazy incredible. incredible. In fact, I'll, I'll make so sure i I forward awesome. it to you so you have it. But it was, uh, but but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you guys have some really amazing, amazing things in the works, and uh, oh, listen,
2: and, we're getting ready to have the on the 12th of October. It's going to be the next um, Kind Festival. We're looking forward to trying to get this young girl, a guy named Billy Iceland. I forgot name.
4: Billy, Billy Eilish. Eilish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's blowing her. up. She's yeah, we're we'll trying to get her. Yeah, hell yeah, she'll we'll do it. Trying to get
2: her. We gonna have her sell but We wanna put some drink on her. We I'm get dwink,
4: y'all. We get CBD infused water. And we've
3: got CBD sodas and THC and THC, sodas. THC, and the CBD. And what and you know, and and, I, and I'm glad we brought that up because what people don't realize very specifically traditionalists and and, and the modern era, this is so significant for health and wellness yeah. and healing and things of that nature. People who are dealing with whether it's sickle cell anemia or or you know just all type of ailments, this is this is all about healing now.
2: Yeah, it is. But you know, Al, listen, and I and I want to sell my product and to take um. I think another generation for the kids to understand because they, um, they have to first stop becoming addicted by the poison that we've been taking. We're addicted to it, so it's going to be hard to give it up.
3: All you of the know? processed foods and all of the sugar and all the, sugar yeah. it's and all it's all the stuff. It's going to be hard to give it up. It's yeah. not going to be
2: easy fight. Sugar. They're not going to give up without a fight. Trust yeah. me. Sugar, they're not giving up without a fight. I know, man. So, you know, know. Like, you got, it's going to be processed, you know. Some people, we're the only species that know this is killing us and we still take it. Only species that do stuff like that.
3: Like, this is what's great. You Like I said, you've spent your entire existence entertaining planet Earth in terms of, you know, putting your body through this. It's almost impossible even to, to think of it. Like, that's why anybody who, who knows that, you know, we know each other, they'll say something. The first thing that I tell them, I said, you couldn't walk a millisecond in his shoes. That's why you can't say nothing to me about Mike Tyson. I'm just going to tell you now, you cannot walk a second in his shoes. With this man, he sacrificed his body, his whole life, you know, entertaining the entire planet. And now you've taken part two, because we don't call it a comeback. We just call it now you're, updated, you're updating your software. It's part two. And now what you've done is now you're giving back on the health and wellness side of things. Because, you know, you also have the stuff, you know, the, the pain management stuff. And, and, and so imagine who's the who's the best representative between you and Shaquille, the two best people on the planet, to to deal with pain management. Because imagine... Shaquille was like the Mike Tyson of the NBA because imagine having to be beaten the most dominant. You're the most dominant of, of all time, it, Shaquille, the most dominant player. You know, just you know, no disrespect to any other players. It's but, a good comparison, right? But 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 meaning that you're in there banging, like you're in there going in, and and people and they trying to hurt you. Yeah,
2: and you're going up against new flesh meat all the time.
4: Guys who want to prove themselves exactly against the great Mike Tyson. I have a
3: question for you, Mike. So. What do you think your greatest challenge, challenge was as as being a prize fighter, being a world renowned prize fighter? What was your greatest challenge? With me, it was me. It was
2: my demons, my psychology, not saying, why is it me? Why do I have this and these guys don't? What makes me different than these guys? Me doubting myself and questioning myself. That's why me and not them? He's smarter than me, He's more judged, he had a better family. You know, why not? Why him and I mean, I used to question myself all the time. But in front of the world, I told everybody, I'm the best fighter God created. Nobody could beat me. But you never, I never could understand that. You know, why is that? Why am I getting all this money? Why am I getting all this pussy? I I really didn't do nothing. I don't know these people, but you know, it's fucking strangers. You know, but just you know, and then you get, this that's a drug too. I get addicted to that. Fucking strangers. Yes, don't know this, but you're in the airport talking to the fucking. Uh, one of the air clerks the next thing you know you have in the office it's just sick it's, it's really sick it was the an illness and you know from that acting up it got me in a lot of trouble got me caught up with a rape case got me caught up with bad relationships with other girls that exposed me in the paper from things I've done to them it was really sick and I couldn't stop I didn't want to stop I couldn't stop no oh
3: fuck but again there's a maturation process that we all go through and that's most significant to 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 know the evolution of of what Michael Gerard Tyson has been through from the beginning, and and but but you I don't think you would ever change a thing about the journey. Like you, because it made you, can, you the man you, you are today. And
2: stuff because as I get older, I, I I realized why I was that way, and I never thought about that. I had mother issues. I had big time mother issues and stuff. Right, but, um, and, and you
3: address that also in your one man show, which I saw. I love the intro and I love the the clips that you do and the, on the Vegas show, the one man show, undisputed, you know, undisputed truth, undisputed truth, correct. And it shows you're just kind of gives you a brief history. But again, like I said, I think that the greatest part of the evolution is being able to kind of laugh at yourself and say, "Hey, listen, well, we have
2: to laugh at yourself because we take ourselves too seriously. Like, we're tough guys and we can't die and so, stuff."
3: And, and then I think, for the most part, I think. All of us, especially as athletes. I'm a former athlete. Like, I, I wish I wish that, uh, you know, I had my little letters for different schools, you know, Iowa State and, like, I think Indiana, you know, Hell whatever. Yeah, bro. And bro. And, you know, because I wanted to play football. I wanted to play quarterback. I wanted to play football. And, and then, obviously, you know, if, if a guy imagine – telling, imagine telling a single mother who takes public transportation. She's got two or three jobs. For some reason, I don't know how, I had a – I went to a private school. I had a uniform and I had a BMX bicycle. You know how important that was? And then and then and, you know, from where we grew up, you don't you don't know about tomorrow. You nothing. don't know about tomorrow. Know so shit, you know, you know it, it's not promised. So so but the point was, I was trying to figure all that, those things out. And, and then you start to realize, you know, my mother. Again, this is kind of where our synergy synergy comes into. But, but with my mother, my particular mother, it, it went from. She made me what's called a citizen of the world, meaning that, so I, I grew up with a group of kids that, you know, two Indian kids, they were twins, Nimish and Darmish. Then I had the, the Irish kid, Brendan Feely. And then I had the Tony was the Italian kid. And then we, so I, I grew up in this little rascals, you know, when we all rode bikes together and, and it didn't matter. We, we weren't looking at color. We weren't looking at religion. We weren't looking at anything. We just, we just hung out and we threw rocks and we got into trouble and threw snowballs through windows and ran and, you know, do just what kids do, Yeah. Um, because because we were talking about that earlier, Mike and I were talking about how you know just all those all of this racism and this unaccepting of of, of others and so forth. That's a taught behavior. Yeah, nobody's born a racist. Yeah, nobody's born you know bigot. I think that's that's a taught behavior. Absolutely. Um, yeah,
4: now that's a blessing. I feel like that's such a that was such a blessing for me because I spent
3: my early childhood in Park Slope, Brooklyn. I was born in New York, and that's where our first uptown office was, Fourth and Park Slope. Oh wow, Uptown Records, yeah, right on that corner. Right, that's dope. Isn't that crazy? What was your experience growing up in Brooklyn, especially at that time too, because it it wasn't very diverse in in terms of
2: Wow, Park Slope killing nigga out there. I remember they're
3: gonna
4: kill him. Like at at night, there (laughs) was there were like gang fights on our street happening. Uh, But, you know, it was amazing, man. It was such a tight community and such an incredible neighborhood. Like I went to PS 107 right around the corner on, uh, that was on 8th Avenue and 14th Street. We lived on 12th Street. And um, we'd walk there, you know, from like second grade on. I was walking to school. You know, the guy who ran the corner store, you know. Everybody knew everyone. Everybody knew everyone. (laughs) You know, and I'd I'd go spend afternoons at my buddy Pedro's house. His family was straight from Brazil. His mother would cook us the most incredible food, you know, and we'd just hang out and I mean I remember moving to LA, you know, it's much different because people are driving all the time and in cars so much. That the culture is so different, you know, in Brooklyn and New York, you're on your feet all the time, mm-hmm. and it's a you metropolitan know.
3: city. People don't Absolutely. realize California, like L.A., is completely different. Uh, yeah, like even on, on the radio side, I was hosting uh, middays on on Hot 92. This is before Big Boy took over, or the station they turned into a hip hop from. It used to be old school and R and B, um, and and I and I remember listening in the programming meetings that, like, even with Kiss FM. Um, you know where Ryan Seacrest is. That particular station is programmed for thirteen-year-old Matty from Pacoima. So, so just to understand that, that it's it's a different. You know, each market is different. the New York City, obviously, yeah. is is about Funk Master Flex and 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 Chuck Chill Out and and Red Alert. And you know, obviously, when we grew up, you know, with Vaughn Hopper and yeah. one hundred and seven point five, Frankie, Frankie right? Crocker, Frankie. Yeah. Yep, remember that Kiss FM WBLS, all that. Ken Webb, Ken Spider Webb. Ken Spider Webb, remember that? Yeah.
0: Wow. All right, we're going to take a quick break. So, you know, sports are on hiatus with everything going on in the world, but it doesn't mean that there's nothing to bet on. Now, our hot boxing good friends and exclusive partners, Bet Online, have all the action going on this weekend. And, Mike, I know you were in WrestleMania years ago. Big time, yes. I'm in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Say what? Then I know you'll be watching this weekend, man. WrestleMania 36, our exclusive partner, BetOnline, has all the WrestleMania 36 action, including uh, one of the main events is uh, Randy Orton taking on Edge. So Edge is one of the old school guys, and he's oh, back. Man. Randy
2: Orton. I remember his father
0: was a wrestler. Yeah, he was. Well, it's all about uh, WrestleMania 36 this weekend. I mean, it's huge. This is going to be a big two-night event, uh, April 4th and 5th. Hosted by Rob Gronkowski. And Bet Online has all of the matches. You can bet on pretty much everything, including uh, one of the big ones, Edge taking on Randy Orton. And Mike, who's your personal favorite? Hey, listen, man. I stick with the man that I worked with before. He's my partner. I stick with Triple H. Hey. <laughs> so get online, bet online this weekend. Visit betonline.ag. And don't forget that promo code podcast1. For your one hundred percent sign up bonus, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, so, Mike, you did WrestleMania. How was it, man? Like I've, I
2: have been watching ever since Bruno
0: Sammartino was champion. I'm right. So yeah, two veteran warriors, Edge and Randy Orton. I wish I could see the uh, champ, Mike Tyson, but uh, he's gonna he's gonna be in quarantine, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, I want to be on WWE, man. I'm always down for the for the McMahon
4: family.
0: Hey, <laughs> that's betonline.ag, and don't forget that promo code podcast one for your 100 sign up bonus.
4: But also the fucking realness of New York City, too. You know, we used to take the subway well, all the gets time. New don't got no
0: time
2: to hear no shit. They don't want to hear no bullshit. Yeah. bullshit. They don't got no time. That's the only thing about New York. They don't got no fucking time. There's no time <laughs> for shit. Yeah. Get out my way, motherfucker. There's no time. Yeah. There's no time. It's, no it's walk. out my fucking way in New York.
3: It's, it's very honest. Way. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah, too hard for me keep it yeah. 2019 yeah. all day. Yeah, get
2: the fuck out my way. That's New York. Get the fuck out my way.
4: Yeah. The energy there is is just explosive. It ain't like you know, L.A. strangers
2: say hi to you. you. Say hi to somebody You know me, motherfucker. You a faggot. What are well, you fucking gay? In New York, that nigga explode. You don't know you. Somebody don't know you. Say hi. What the fuck are you waving at me for, motherfucker? It's totally different.
4: It's true, it's man.
2: It's totally different than it's so over here. True. There's some crazy motherfuckers.
3: Well, I had a, had a pretty amazing upbringing as it relates to um, a place we call Money Earned in Mount Vernon. Now, and I'll give you a little bit of a description. Mike is very familiar because Mike was always yeah. in Mount Vernon and come hanging out. Um, yeah, listen, my first
2: wife, Robin Givens, used to be his babysitter. They used to babysit. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that's
4: right. That's, that's right. so crazy. So, so
3: we, we lived in a place called The Plazas. like I lived on Third Street, and you know, I lived in a few different places on Kingsbridge. Road. But I do remember living in the plazas and you had, it was like four buildings. It was the Saratoga. I think it was the Quincy. It was the, the you know, whatever the name of all the old buildings were. And I right, lived in, right. we lived on the second <laughs> floor. We lived on the second floor and 2X. So my mother and I had a little studio apartment. And I think so Robin, um, her mom, Miss Ruth, and her younger sister, Stephanie, which is my first girlfriend, actually. So that's, <laughs> like, you know, third, fourth grade type stuff, you know. But that was my first girlfriend, you know, and, and my first kiss and all that stuff. So it was just funny that's that so he crazy. winds up marrying yeah. my babysitter later. <laughs> <laughs> big shout so out to robin robin one oh, love, love, love one love, 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 robin. love. <laughs> that's crazy that is so crazy and I, and I I, I, that. oh shit wow. that's so wild that man. is so crazy al what are you doing these days you're just back from tour everything huh? yeah you know it's, it's been it's been truly amazing I, I i spend uh you know most of the weekends on the road in fact i just got off the road um we did a whole Mother's Day run. We, uh, we did Ohio. Um, so it was myself, Jay Holiday, and then uh, Joey Beans from the Rude Boys. We did a you know a very intimate you know Mother's Day you know pre Mother's oh, Day Joey celebration. Joey and Joe, jo- no jo- Joey Beans from the Rude Boys, oh, yeah, written all Joe. over your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the next day we were in Atlantic City in the big stadium, and we did. It was such a blessing to to you know it was, it was myself. Maze featuring Finky Beverly, yeah, Kim. Yeah, he's still out there. Christop- the road? Oh yeah, dope. doing it, doing it and doing ah. it well. Yeah. That's dope. So 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 and, and it's weird because my brand for some reason is is an eclectic brand where for some reason I'll be sure the the catalog and the artist fits in you can put me on the road with um, uh, Keith Sweat, you know, Guy uh, S.W.V., Tony, 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 you know, uh, you know, Bobby Brown, R.B.R. You know, just, like, th- and then then you can also put me on the road with Albie Shore, Lisa, Lisa, and the Cult Jam, Stevie B. And then you can put me on the road with Albie Shore, Big Daddy Kane, Houdini, yeah, you know, Rocket, you know, so so it's weird, like it's just for some reason it fits in with all you know because it's it's part of the the generation of, of that particular generation where it was still musical but it was straight. Like I'm a hip hop head. Yeah, I listen to Sting, Johnny Mathis, and Wu Tang. It's versatile, but it's got to be rugged. Like yeah, the beats got to be hard. It's the music we listen because we grew up listening to hip hop. You know. You
2: no, know I grew up listening to like. what he said Johnny Mathis, Denise Williams, Earth Wind and Fire, and all those guys, and. um Fuck, yeah. Then fucking hip hop just came out of nowhere, like seventy nine or something. Just blew everybody away.
3: Yeah, and and, they, and and of 70, course they came on seventy eight,
2: right? Like and, and you 67. remember back
3: then? So Mister Mister Magic Magic yes. Super Super Blast Blast.
2: Magic. And it was magic.
3: a, a, a W H B I something like that. I don't it was I one station that played. It was one station that played. So. And, and what we would do? Remember the pause tapes. So you get your box, and you got, oh, your, yeah. you got your box ready, My and, radio, and your radio, we and you hit the pause, pause. And as soon as the DJ starts record. talking, poof and you record. And then you, you you gather all your hip, you know, your tapes, uh. and then you ride around in the car, and you have all your hip hop because that was radio dope.
2: F- commercial free. That's right.
3: music.
4: Mm-hmm. That's dope.
3: And and I think because we did that back in the day, I think that very specifically, that's where the new formats of radio, like the Sirius XMs of the world, I'm and sure. things of that nature, some yeah, of the I'm stuff that's commercial free. Now, right? right? If you think about it now, we probably created that you format. You bring your
2: box outside and people just be standing around you dancing. You got your sure. box and people get the whole park is dancing to your music.
3: And, and 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 it would be perfect because you, you would, but you could do it on beat too if you're really good at it. The, they would, you know, it's like it's almost like it was, it's the original version of what the what the kids call mixtapes now. Yes, but that was the original, and that's that's what we listened to. Like, in fact, we used to do that. And my cousin, Kyle West, who's my musical partner, my older brother, his brother, his older brother, which is I call him my brother as well. But it's my cousin. He was old enough and he had a license. So we used to take my aunt Laura's. God rest soul. we used to take my aunt Laura's uh, wood grain station wagon <laughs> right? and we would skip school and we would drive downtown. But we would listen to the We would listen to the radio. We would listen to the cassettes that we made. And you know, back right, back yeah, 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 either eight track or the order, yeah, eight track
2: back. I remember eight 8- track. Man, crazy. No, but listen, no, was so crazy. You would hear people from different, I say, I'm from New York. You hear guys from Manhattan, they take Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mellon, those guys. you hear people from um, Rochester, New York. Everybody, you'd be in a group home or you'd be in an institution, guys go back home and bring their tapes and you hear those guys rapping. Mm-hmm. And everybody was doing it all over the country. Right, and,
3: and it was and it was funny because it was like in, in slightly different styles because obviously New York had its its own style and just like how Atlanta and the Dirty South or whatever the term, term terminology might be. You know, and they go in genres like every 10 years, five years, you know, and it switches and then Atlanta, you know, it's how like Hollywood was, Hollywood was, was it, it was Los Angeles, it was, you know, Hollywood universal. Now the new Hollywood is Atlanta. You know, yeah. all the things that the amazing things that Tyler Perry and, yeah. and you know, that they're doing, you know, um, Georgia is huge for production. And and now and now at the end of the day, what people must realize is don't waste your time building a huge building with all type of effects. Guess what? Get yourself a green screen. And you could be in New Zealand if you want to I believe that. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: um, it's um, entertaining. The technology of entertainment also changing you now. So, Jamie Foxx can play me in a movie, right? He could play me now as 20, 14 or 12 now because they have this um animation, this gadget. That, you remember Benjamin yeah. Button? It mm-hmm. yeah. can make him look younger. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Make him look like me. So, we could do this because he said, I want to do this movie before I'm 60. He said, but he could do me at 60 at when I'm 12.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So and, they and can't have to so look for weird. no
2: young actor. They don't have to give no young actor a break or a chance in life. we we'll get this old nigga and we make him 12. <laughs> and we know he can act, too,
3: so he yeah. just, we don't need big, no young up-and-coming out, guy. Big shout-out to Fox, man. What all what an amazing—let me, let me tell you this. People, what people, of course, they, and I don't even want to say that they don't realize, but this particular entity slash prodigy that we call Jamie Foxx can do it all. Yeah. Like, I would love to see Jamie Foxx and Black Tail and Ties— just sitting at a piano at Carnegie Hall, because he can do that, and then yeah. he can blame it on the alcohol. He can do that. He, yeah. he can do. He can do it all. But but this this man is he's so blessed in terms of his voicings and and his ability to you know his timing and his comedic timing. Just his yeah. an actor, a body, yeah. but a beautiful yeah. human being. And and he's a, and know? he's a great guy a as well. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Had an opportunity to work with him uh, on. The the first HBO special, I'm one of the executive producers Amazing, you know. Amazing, like, dude. What
2: kind of guys is he to work with? What's that about? He's though? brilliant. Yeah.
3: He's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. the um, guys
2: could have all these beautiful talent, beautiful yeah. people, but working with him could be like whoa. No, yeah, he's nightmare. He just yeah.
3: absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> taste a nightmare. It. Abso- just absolutely brilliant and brilliant talent, and, and obviously, yeah. you know, he's he's still here for a reason. Um, but but that was one of my first experiences, to be, you know, involved with TV production and so on and so forth. And I did more kind of the watching and just kind of, you know, learning and, and right, that so aspect of it. Let me tell you
2: a story about Jamie. Let's talk about you. got to get him on the pod, <laughs> oh, he did, that. He definitely do. But listen, right, okay, Jamie's awesome. So one day, my friend and I, my friend needs some money for me. This is in the age of a friend asked me for some money. He said, Why well, do you need this money? No, he wants to open up this business. So I give him the money and stuff. So I said, This is my business, too. I hope you know, but I can't never do it. I'm fighting. I can't take care of no business in Los Angeles. It was nothing, $200,000. It was no money. It was no money back then. And I come to the office and hang out. So I, 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 I'm not good. I'm not, I'm not used to being in the office. I'm a street kid. Even though I'm champ stuff. I'm 20, I start playing dice games in my office. You know, since I paid the money, we just start dice So all the blood's created. Ways up there were shooting dice, and this is my, and then my friend hey Mike this is the new employee, and it's Jamie Fox. Oh my God! He's selling listen he's selling um pages and phones for us.
3: Right. Wow! Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> but I didn't know he was a, a comedian because our friend also. Oh, cool? He hustled his ass oh, off.
3: He oh did yeah, a hell of a job. most definitely. Yeah,
2: I am so proud of this man. He That's did
3: so wait, awesome was job. he working with Prince Eitel Joe? Remember Prince Eitel Joe? You know, he passed away. God rest his soul, man, Because he had the beeper shop on on Cahuenga, right next to the to the. No, um, we was on La oh, La Okay, yeah. Right. Again, it's it's great to see the evolution of, yeah. of artists and, and and hear the stories. Like n- now, the next the next move for me is is um, now embarking, which you know we've been talking about embarking on. Telling my life story now, you know, like the new edition of the Bobby Brown, yeah, and you know, oh, that and that format, um, because I've been kind of the silent one who's had so many different experiences, and, and I think it's finally. And I and I would never talk about it because I I was never about I never did this to be a star I never did it for the accolades I did it because I, I was just in love with music and I couldn't live without it and I couldn't breathe without it and I would you know and and that's that that's something that you know I wanted to make sure people know very specifically, like, if you do this for the right reason and you respect it and you love it and respect it, because sometimes you get out of whack and then and, and, and the wires get crossed and so on and so forth, you know, you go through this journey. And there was even a point at one point where I just said, you know what, you know, after I was signed to Warner Brothers, you know, they gave me some, a some, you know, few meal tickets and and then all of a sudden, you know, they fire, they get rid of all, you know, I, I got the chance to work, you know, like I said, Andre Harrell, brilliant, you know, Benny Medina, brilliant, you know, Eddie F, you know, I was in a group. I, I, I don't want to say I was in the group, but uh, um, you know we did the first demos for Heavy D and the Boys and that's me singing all the backgrounds and so it was it was just some
2: kid D, I remember we were all together that one night before he died yeah. remember we were in Vegas we were all, was it Vegas we were all I think we are in
3: Vegas yeah yeah
2: wow and y'all was saying it was like um Uptown, up there, cause everybody from mm-hmm.
3: uptown was there. Wow, yeah, Amanda, and I, you know, big shout out to 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 Mr. Dwight Myers, aka Heavy, Heavy D, D, the king of Mount Vernon. Let's not get it twisted. He I is the king that. of money earning Mount Vernon. Four square miles, and we come from this really cool place.
2: Wasn't the awesome guy having his mom used to go to his house, his mom used to cook, cook, for us cook. To <laughs> take care man, Jamaican just, lady and stuff.
3: Just, a, just an amazing, you know. Big shout out to Floyd as well, too. But just Floyd's still around, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, love mm-hmm. Floyd, I think, I think, and I think, you, but I think brother. Porsche, I think Portia's sister passed uh, passed pass yeah, as well. So to God, to God rest, rest her soul too. Just, just a nice family. The oh, mother, the father, family. everybody. Just, a, um, and it, it was, it was nice. L- let's give a quick story about Have. The magic to heavy D is this have was probably so significant around the planet because for some reason what Eddie F and and and, and heavy and you know we all kind of created was a, a hip-hop artist who was so gifted and talented regarding his spit game and all the other stuff but you could play heavy D for your grandson. Your, oh, yeah. your, your, no grandmother, your grandmother, your grandmother, and, and the and, ha- and the hardest world. cat and the hardest cats tough in the hood, guy. and they yeah. all loved it the same. So so how do you do? How do you accomplish that musically? Where, like I said, I could play for my grandson. You could play for your grandmother, and the hardest cats in the hood, and it still rings like it, it it's still. Yeah, it's he st-
0: wasn't cursing nothing. He was respectful. Special man. So uh, we're going to take a quick break from the Hot Boxing podcast. Now look around you. It's a wireless world. Everybody needs a good pair of earbuds, uh, especially with what's going on in the world today. Right, Mike?
2: Absolutely, man.
0: Golly. Everybody spending time on their own. I mean, what do you do when you're locked in the house but exercise, right? It's the best way to do it.
2: That's all I do. Two times a day, exercise, exercise. If I can't, I get in three times a day. Body, your mind, your brain, your thoughts, everything in, in play, you know?
0: Now, you already know that you want to grab your pair of Raycon earbuds. Uh, they start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. The latest model, the E25, is the best one yet with six hours of playing time, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. That's what we're all looking for.
2: I agree with you. They're the new up-and-coming um, earbuds of, of, of our generation. And I'm looking forward to
0: have it on the set. It's a, it's time for you to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Right now, you can get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Tyson. That's buyraycon.com slash Tyson for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Uh, buyraycon.com slash Tyson. Okay, Mike, so... What's the best workout to do in the house with your Raycon butts?
2: There's so many you can, do. you can do. You can do sit-ups. You can do push-ups. You, you can do your, your down the stairs, run up the stairs, your sprints up the stairs. There's so many things you do. If you have weights home, you can work your weights out. I do what I do. I do 300 sets. I do um, four sets of 25 with 40 pounds, then I do 35, and then I take 50 wow. pounds. From the
0: machine, and you have to go back and. forth. Ooh, ooh. you look good too, by the way. I'm just saying, man. I, mean, I feel like the king. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Pete Rock too, man. But another one again from Mount Vernon. You know, you Ahmad Rashad. Rashad Tell about this. I was man.
2: watching. I was watching Pete Rock and those guys. The King of Rock were running. They did a mm-hmm. video with them, and he they they did it. The King of Rock. Absolutely.
4: NYC, the five boroughs, bro. I don't know if there's any more potent collection of just superstar human beings, forget about whatever success you want to talk about, but people who come into life understanding what to do or having a purpose, I think.
3: You know what? Because I think the hustle was so so prominent as it relates to- Um, no, Tootie passed away as well, oh, I, and man. I and I just saw a photo of all of us as Dio, Tootie, myself, Hev. Can I we think get these Trouble photos? T-Roy. Yeah, to post
4: with the pod.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just You're remind me, get of I'll, I'll get it, man. It's just, it, it just. Tootie was off the hook oh, oh, I I love it. Uh, wow, out. I love. So we're we're from a place called Money Earning, Mount Vernon. Yeah, um, it's truly probably one of the most amazing places to grow up. Knowing the rich culture, you have every, everybody from Dick Clark, yeah, to Art Carney to E.B. E. E. White, you know, the author of Charlotte's yeah. Web, you know, obviously Puff, uh, myself, Heavy D, Pete Seal, Smooth, Ben Gordon, Gus and Ray Williams, Felicia Rashad, Ahmad Rashad, Ms. Shabazz as well, uh, Malcolm X, you yes. know, and uh, it's just truly this amazing, one of the most amazing places on planet Earth. Mm. And what's really funny is that everywhere I travel all over the world, I run into somebody from Mount Vernon. Wow. Always. I could be in a grocery store in Iowa <laughs> and say, Yo, you from yo, you know you know my mother's from Mount Vernon. Like, it's crazy. That's amazing, man. How are your kids doing, man. Everybody's fine. Everybody's yeah. fantastic. It's been it's been a, a very different year. You know, I was I, I never like to say anything negative, so it's been a very different year. Um, with the loss of obviously of, of, of your good friend and my and yes. my ex, you know, with Kimberly and and uh, just what an amazing lady and, and, and just mm-hmm. an amazing soul and an amazing uh Human being, and yeah, so you know, God rest us. So, we came far in life rest from, from peace, where we came yeah. from, We came far, yes, sir. We didn't do bad, yeah. We did okay, we did okay. And 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 I and I, and I keep the young people as well as yours, you know, in, in, in prayer, man. And you know, big shout out to your nephews, Lil Quincy who was oh, the youngest big baby. Shout big shout out to Devin Loud. What
2: Quincy's doing now at the work? I saw him on the show, Star.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: working at the acting now. Yeah,
3: he, he's doing you know film and television and, awesome. and creating you know campaigns and 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 what's great about all three of them you know big shout out to Lil B Show as well, Devin Loud, Quincy and what's great about what they all do is there's no nepotism, there's no yo my dad is this my son right. no like if I called right now he's in his room studying a script, mm-hmm. he's not it's not about oh yeah I'm gonna get this no he he knows about the no, uh, you know mm-hmm. they they all know like you know cause not every you know but every L is not a loss. It's a lesson. Just like just like with yourself. If if you if you're in a fight well you didn't really lose many, but but if you if you, if you went through a battle and and you didn't come out victorious, there's still some victory within that lesson oh, of getting beaten.
2: Yes, the lesson of getting beaten. Yes. It won't happen again. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Learn the faults that you made and capitalize on them.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. But but I will w first of all I want to say thank you for um just probably being one of the realest cats on the planet ever to have the journey that you've had and to you've always just been this humble, humble nature. Like people don't realize people see Mike Tyson, you know, he can knock everybody out and all this other stuff and they see this this guy. All we've ever done is laugh together. We've cried together about life, about situations. We've laughed together it's been a true brotherhood, like for so so many years, and it was really nice to hear some of the stories because you took me back when we did Unsung on TV One. Oh, that was pretty
2: good. How did that come out of it it, it, Yeah,
3: it, come, it came out. Re- I'll send you the yeah. link to it. It came out really well, and I believe, I do believe, because I was told, you know, by some of the some of the, my LBs that it's like the number one viewed Unsung really? of the series. And in fact, you know, I used to do the voiceovers for season one. So when when the show first started, I think the first season was Elder Barge the barge family phyllis hyman Donnie hathaway and the clark sisters so that was a, an amazing experience as well doing voiceovers and syncing to film and things like that so i that's I've, awesome, man. just been having fun with it man just really having fun with it and, and, and I, like i said I, I look forward to being out on the road i love that's that's my that's my medicine
4: yeah
2: what's the most important thing you think that you did in your life
3: those three amazing young men that I, that I have uh, as my sons. Um, that's that's probably the first accomplishment. And I didn't do everything right. And I didn't, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't. How do you know you didn't do it right? Um. The feeling inside.
2: Oh, that's so. Yeah, that's cool. It, it,
3: it's, the, it's the. I f-
2: thought you were going to be saying because this is right and this is wrong. No, no, it's just uh, no, cool. just because
3: because I'm I'm always thinking what what could I've done better? How, how could, no, every day I'm, I'm thinking how, no can I, how can wrong. I be how, how can I be wrong? a better father? Yeah. How can I be a better you know? How can I be a better man? How can I be a better person? And in the light of, of uh, dealing with this industry, which is the devil, as you know, and and dealing with all the derelicts and the people that, that you encounter and to try to set you up and t- I mean you know it is that people you'd be so surprised. It'd be somebody that you rock with, that you grew up with, somebody that you were be the best friends with. They will set you up in a heartbeat because they're just not happy.
2: Listen, hate happens within 10th of a second. You're cool off a boom it's right there. hate. Somebody come on saying boom, hate. Hate is the first response you get before love.
3: In and that's sense, unfortunate. You get a defensive
2: response, then you get I mean, an open response, you know? It's just what human beings are. We're animals to that degree. You know, we have more fear than the, truly the animals in the jungle have of each other,
3: you know? Well, I have a fun joke that I'll share with you, something that Mike did to me. We were at his house. Okay, now, now I remember. We are at Mike's house in, I think, was it the Cleveland house? It might have been the Jersey House or the Cleveland House. So, 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 Michael and I have this affinity to animals. I so love, we love that you,
4: call him Michael. So
3: we, we, we have this affinity to animals. So we love animals. So at one time, I think I, I got two mountain lions. Remember, I named them both Lars. And yeah. you had the tigers. You and, had them. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. So, oh, so, every, fuck, we, no. We bro. would do. I'm telling you, we did everything together. <laughs> like we would go shopping oh, and go lions. and and. But I remember one That's day, so hold up, and, and Michael had these dogs, like the bull Masters with the bull mastiffs, bull mastiffs, and and Karni, Kenny K- Kenny Carso, what's it called? Ken, whatever Connie Corso, yeah. All I know is that these are massive dogs. But Mike, like, is one with the animals. Like he's yeah. just he, he's just he, he loves it. They love him. Yeah. So he's getting ready to get up to go train and do something. And I remember I'm in the back. I'm like, okay, you know, it's halfway dark out, and Mike comes up behind me, grabs me. And picks me up and throws me over the fence with the dogs. <laughs> I say, "Yo, Ike!" said, so that, and that's other. So that's so then you it's Ike. Yo, Ike, stop playing! Stop playing, Ike! Stop! Stop playing, Ike! Stop! Stop playing! Right? I'm like, stop! Hold on! Like, and you see, so all the all of a sudden, the dogs, rah, rah, the dog's and the, the dogs, dogs are all <laughs> <dying. laughs> wait, wait, wait! So, so the dogs the dogs come <laughs> running over and they go to see. me. And Mike says either plots or he says something, and they. And the dogs all froze. I was like, that's some shit. Yo, scared the... Ma- I-, I know I had to urinate on my... I did something, but all I know is that when he threw me over the fence, I'm like, yo, stop playing, Mike Stop, come on, don't do that. And, <laughs> the dog- and the dogs come running to me and he said some g- German command or something yeah, some and the, and the dogs ahead. just stopped like this. <laughs> like this next, just breathing. All I can hear is breath. All I hear his breath. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Like I'm like, yo, why can't we
4: this guy a
2: well, little we of a little bit of my house and of a because a lot of times people would have... Concerts, you know, you would think Cleveland is far from the A lot of guys would have concerts in Cleveland. So uh, we go to concerts. Uh, After the concert, we bring guys back to our house. We brought Flavie, the ghetto boys, we brought a bunch of people back to my house.
3: No, that's because you had a disco in your house. Yeah, we did have a disco. In the <laughs> <house>. <laughs> Wait, remember? Remember the year I came in? Remember? I think it was Kimberly and I. And I was I had gotten into the, the car accident. Remember? I was thrown from the vehicle, and I was in a wheelchair that time. It was one of your yeah, birthday parties. That. Yeah, wow. man, it was crazy. Yeah,
2: like, I was like my family, like my personal friend. You know, been through everything together. My prison time. We've been through everything Yeah, I used well. to go see you in prison. Yeah, right? Quincy was just a baby. That's right. I, 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 spent, I brought I brought Quincy brought to the
3: prison with yeah. me, and and that day, remember that, that that one of those particular days, I think the day that I brought the baby to come see you, I met Florence Henderson from yeah, the she Brady came Bunch. To
4: see me? Yeah, right. <laughs> she went to
3: see you. Florence Henderson was sitting in the jail, and I, I walk in, and I have the baby, I have Quincy with me, and, and I walk in, and she looks at me, she goes. Hi, like this, and I'm like, how are you, yeah, she? And, and she guy. took, she, she, <laughs> look, and Florence, Florence took it took the baby, and he, it, oh, it And then little, I think I, I think I brought little Al too. Come see, to
4: dude. Thank you so much, man.
3: Man, thank you. I pre- Thank you, you, you for the invitation. Awesome. It's
4: beautiful, love, dude. Thank love.
3: You. yes sir. Yes sir. sir, yes sir. Come anytime. Absolutely. You want and, to say anything
2: and, to the people around yeah. a million people looking at? Okay,
3: you. well you know, well this is what I, this is what my part two. You know, I turned fifty. I've lost a hundred pounds. I'm on the health and wellness thing. So I've started something new called. I am New Jack Sexy. Now it's not what it sounds like, because it's all about every morning that you're gifted enough to wake up and breathe God's good every morning. Look into your own mirror and tell yourself, I am New Jack Sexy. So what I did was I started an apparel and 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 you know merchandise line with cool hats and got camouflage hats that it's new jack sexy. So just go to I am Sexy dot com and Hell yeah. Get something for yourself in addition to gift someone else, someone that maybe somebody you're feeling that you want to rock with, or or let's say it's somebody that's going through something harsh, or it could be cancer. It could be something, whatever. And and it's just something to have something around you to remind yourself how amazing you are. Cause sometimes that's all it is. That's the best way to win moving forward is telling yourself I'm good. Like we just talked about it. You, 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 it's self.
2: Human beings need that too.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. need
2: affirmation.
3: And we have to evolve into, to, to, having self-affirmation yes, you know? cultivating it. because imagine as artists we're the most insecure people in the world because what what do we do our lives are lived by approval do oh, I like that, this album that. did he do good in this fight did he win the game you know what I'm saying so, so it's and and people forget we, even though we could be superior on the athletic side or or musically or you know as an athlete we're, we're still human beings yeah we're very much human beings. And then human beings on a pedestal, so it's easy to shoot at us, you know. And, and, and now, with the advent of social media, you know, people. So it is what it is. But you got to have meat. thick skin. Wow. I'm watching social
2: media, and so I'm looking. That's I'm wild, watching it bro. with my wife. We're watching it. I'm in this place. So what? What am I doing here? And next thing you know, I'm walking right up to a girl. I'm grabbing her ass. Smack! wait right, my wife? She's like, "Whoa! <laughs> I'm at a porn convention. I'm smacking some girl." Oh my oh, there god! Oh, there's somebody on film. You like somebody an had a video. Oh man! Old video of me in a porn convention, smacking somebody in the ass. Well, well, you don't do that anymore. Not so yeah. anymore, brother. <laughs> This is, this is fun. That was part yeah. one. Yeah, was
3: I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. I'm so proud. So proud again. Congratulations um, on 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 all that you're doing and and with the podcast and with the endeavors related to Tyson Ranch and and the Kind Festival and these the big concerts. So I'm with you. Let's roll. We got we got another twenty or thirty in us. Let's yeah. go. Yes, let's do brother. it let's do it fuck yeah man absolutely thanks brother thank you i appreciate it. Mike, yeah, that the
2: fact that you said that uh, listen up uh, that we have another 30 40 years and think where did you think we are going after that when it's over
3: <laughs> no tengo la menor idea i have no idea huh? i have no idea papa. that's lovely. okay too
2: yeah
4: it's beautiful it's awesome hey everybody thanks for watching and listening to this awesome episode of hot boxing. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel Hot Boxin with Mike Tyson. Head to hotboxingpodcast.com for the dope merch, new merch, man. It's fresh. Oh, yeah. Twink. Twink responsible. Dope. we got Twink oh, yeah. coming soon. Twink CBD, Copper Gel. Copper Gel got pain this. relief cream. We've got our Tyson Ranch flower available in hybrid sativa and indica strains.
3: And guess what? Soon to come, we will have a new stream called New Jack Sexy from the Secret Garden.
4: Fuck yeah. <laughs> One love. Yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. We will
2: plant our seeds in the Secret Garden. Absolutely. Absolutely,
4: man. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Mike, awesome episode, man.
2: Beautiful brother.
4: I'm Evan Britton. I'm Mike
2: Tyson. And
3: I'm Al B. Sure, We're out of here. One love. One love. <laughs>
1: This is Daniel Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I want to take a minute to talk about DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick of the 2018 draft. Definitely has not gotten the attention of high-profile lottery picks Luka Doncic and Trey Young during the early going, but he has been excellent and a key part of the Phoenix Suns being on the precipice of the NBA Finals. Aiton is presenting a matchup nightmare for the LA Clippers that Rudy Gobert simply was not. Gobert is a wonderful player, deserving Defensive Player of the Year, but Aiton puts more pressure on opposing defenses. He's used his size mismatches for offensive rebounds, and he's also been able to contest shots around the basket and make life hard on the Clippers. There too. So it is a huge performance for him, averaging. 20 points, 13 and a half rebounds through the first four games of the series, and it's been so exciting to see a physically talented player really come into his own on the brightest stage so far of his career. Hi, this is Daniel Larue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now on the pro basketball, hockey playoffs, and Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.net has all the action. Basketball: The playoff battles continue as their teams make the run for the championship. America's pastime is in full swing, and let's not forget about hockey's chase for the cup. BetOnline has you covered if you love golf mma championship boxing they have that too bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports the news scores and odds so head to the website use your mobile device and bring home the game with betonline.net